Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. It's a hit of pod with me, Nikki Glazer. It's the morning here in St. Louis. I guess it's still the morning. I've been doing these pretty late, but today I decided to get it done early because... I did the wild thing last night of making a schedule for myself today where I scheduled literally every minute of my day because um, I realize when left to my own devices and I have any kind of free time, I tend to just want to waste it doing something stupid or doing taking a nap or doing, you know, and I can't even enjoy doing those things because I feel so guilty that, oh, I have time off. I should be doing this thing. So I decided that if I make a list the night before and break down every minute of the day and put in times to take a nap and to watch TV and do those things, then when I when the time comes to do them, I won't feel bad. It's like a part of my schedule. I'll feel good, in fact. Like, I'm sticking to the schedule. Um, so today I woke up, and I woke up later than my schedule said. Um, but I got everything done so far. Um, just meditated. Uh, the whole time during my meditation, I could hear my mom on the phone in the kitchen, unloading the dishwasher, talking to her friend Elaine about, um, she's in so much pain. She has like incredible neck pain and which I talked about yesterday with the CBD stuff that she got. Obviously it's not working. She was supposed to just go out to their river cabin today and take siding off of fucking take the siding off and put new siding on and I was like can you not do that like you're 61 and dad didn't my dad didn't even want to go do it and she's like we're doing it and it's also they don't have to spend $50 paying because they underpay people you know like and, and they don't underpay I mean that's what people ask but like I would have a real problem paying someone $50 to do manual labor for anything I would feel like that is not enough but I was just like, I will pay for whatever it takes for you guys not to do this because it's your Saturday. You're going down there. You're old people. You're going to be on a ladder 20 feet up, ripping siding off and putting it back on. I mean, at what point do you just let your parents kill themselves by behaving so irresponsibly? So anyway, they didn't go out to the cabin today because luckily, I mean, I guess luckily my mom woke up um, with terrible neck pain so she couldn't they were going to meet some guy down there to help them but they were going to do most of it but they were going to have a guy help them and I go can you text that guy and ask him if he has a friend for me to date no for for to to bring down there I'll pay I'll pay whatever it costs to get so you guys don't have to touch a fucking ladder or a piece of siding and so she texted him last night being like do you have a friend um and she was really excited because she was like Nikki's gonna pay for it that's so nice She's really appreciative. I was like, yeah, I mean, I will pay $150 for you not to have to fucking work. Like, I'm no money's coming in my life right now, so I'm not s- s- stoked about paying money for things that I don't even care about. But um, I do care about their health. But she woke up so sick that she couldn't even go down and help him. So they canceled the whole thing. And she's in the kitchen talking about the back pain book that I'm making her read. But this morning she came in the kitchen. She's like, I'm reading this book. And she goes, I don't know. I made her watch this entire um, 2020 episode about it. If you just go to um, YouTube and type in Sarno 
2020, there's this amazing report. Like if you don't want to read about this book and how it can cure your back, if you're, you know, um, what's it called? If you're skeptic, if you're feeling skeptical, is skeptical a word? What the fuck? Skeptical, right? Hold on. Skeptical. You don't even want to know how I spelled. Yeah, skeptical. That does not sound like a word right now. Um, but anyway, go watch this thing because it sells you on it. I mean, I've been trying to get my mom to read this fucking book forever because it truly does heal your back pain or any pain you have if you just read it. And she just never would. And so I was like, well, you just watch this 2020 interview and John Stossel will tell you why. And I sort of got after she watched it. She was like, I'm doing this. And she was so jazzed just like she was after the CBD oils. But then she started reading it and she just came up to the kitchen today and she was like, Nick, I think they're going to, is he about to tell me that I need psychoanalysis? psychoanalysis and I was like no she's like that's where it feels like it's headed it feels like he's gonna tell me that I need to go talk to someone and I go well maybe you do maybe you do maybe everyone does she doesn't have a single friend who she shares her real emotions with and I'm not saying this um disparagingly I really am not um most people don't ever really access their real emotions and share them with anyone let alone acknowledge them to themselves. So I go, what is wrong if you needed psychoanalysis? Or, and she goes, because it costs money. And I go, okay, a hundred bucks a session. Is, is that, is your neck pain worth that to you? And the answer might be no. My mom is so fucking cheap. Cheap, 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 cheap. Um, it's really hard to be around for me because I just watch people suffer because they want to save money and the thing is they're not broke this isn't like you know they have money and I have money and I'll I'll pay for her fucking therapy if she wanted to go I really would it's just so disappointing to me when people put anything over their health and their and and having a pain-free life or feeling better I do everything I can to feel better and I just expect it from the people I love. I meditate every day. I go, I go to therapy every week. I go to see a psychiatrist every week. I, I did that when I didn't have money. I used to uh, see this woman that um, worked a sliding scale, but then she, for a while, she didn't even charge me. And then she was like, but you're going to owe me at the end of this. And I was like, no. And then I did. But, you know, she was like, just pay me when you have money, even if that day never comes. But it just when it does. And I had to. It's like I I go to 12-step meetings that cost nothing. I read self-help books. Why isn't anyone else trying to better themselves? It just frustrates me. And you can't pay someone to read a book. If you could, I would pay everyone to read this fucking book. In fact, I do pay for them to read it. I send this book to people all the time. I buy this book for people. But she's just like, I just, you know, I'm going to have to go talk to someone, I guess. And I'm like, oh, would that be the worst thing for you to not have chronic pain all the time. That just makes you a bitch. And you're not a bitch. But like when I'm in pain and I have a headache or neck pain or something, I'm mean. I'm meaner because I'm in pain. So it's just I got to get out of this house. I think that's the thing I've realized. I need to just, I'm caring too much about other people. But I just see such easy fixes in front of me. And it's like just do this thing. And you'll be better. The things I'm trying to fix about myself that people could be like, Nikki, just do that. I'm trying at least. The trying is quiet. I'm not rubbing it in people's faces. Um, 
it's not something I can talk about openly, in fact. But I am doing immense amount of work that is painstaking and uncomfortable because I want to be happier and I want to be better for the people around me. Ugh, it's so frustrating. But, you know, she's a good woman. She is reading the book. I'm happy about that. But, yeah, so I made a fucking schedule for myself today to get through everything. I meditated. Um, I have a call about a script in t- f- 10 minutes. Um, and then I'm going to, later on today, I'm going to, uh, oh, I got a big day. I'm going to go on a hike alone without my phone, which I'm really looking forward to. Um no parks are open right now though. So my parents recently found a trail, like they found a park in our subdivision that we've lived here for over 20 years and we never knew there was this gigantic like park where I walked through it the other day. You have to like walk through someone's backyard kind of. And so you would never think to go. It's like a hidden trail. But apparently my mom found out that you can go walk through people's backyards and then be in a clear, like you, it's like this, I don't even want to say where it is. My mom was like, don't talk about it on your podcast or your show. It is secret and people will come there and find you and murder you. I don't think she meant that, but that's kind of my fear is that someone's going to find me and murder me. That's the hiking alone is seriously scary. Sorry to the person that listened to my podcast the other day when they were running in the woods. And then I started talking about those two girls being murdered in the woods. But like that is going to be constantly on my mind today and I'm going to be phoneless. I was thinking about bringing a weapon of sorts. Um, My sharp tongue. I'll destroy them just like I did on the Bruce Willis roast. Um, Yeah, I'm like, I really do wish I had like a taser of some sort or uh, like a, what are those called? A gun. Um, But no, I'm just going to be defenseless. Truly defenseless. I mean, I can scream. I can scream pretty loud. Although it's like a husky voice. I don't know if I can get a piercing scream that will cut through all the lawnmower noise in the suburbs. But I'm not going to get murdered. It's fine. And if I do, fucking, like I said, it's going to be an award-winning podcast that would cover my murder. There is something about that. I was working on a joke for a while about how the new, like, fairy, like, the new you know, um, fantasy for women. Like it used to be like, I'm going to be a princess someday. And now I'm like, I'm going to be, there's going to be a murder documentary about me. Like that could be my legacy. I mean, it really could. So there's so many women who never thought they'd be famous. And after they die, they're so famous just because they were in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know? And they got strangled and stabbed in a... What was she stabbed? Heyman Lee in the parking lot of Best Buy. I forget cereal. No, she was just strangled. I think he did it. Um, anyway, but it is weird, you know, that these women are super famous and we know them. Natalie Holloway never knew that the world would know her name. Um, or, you know, who else has been murdered? Um, I don't even know. But... Um, yeah, I think about that. I think about it all the time. What am I saying? Like, it's, uh, I really would, if someone was murdering me, one of my last thoughts would be like, I hope, I hope someone finds out and I hope this like gets out and I hope they use a good picture of me to remember me by on the local news station. I hope it's not the one from my not safe campaign where I dressed, I had no makeup. I had a really terrible short haircut God, I looked so bad during that time in my life. And I had a boyfriend at the time. I don't, 
there's no way he was attracted to me when I had that weird short haircut. Maybe he was. I don't know. I look back on that and I didn't even know how stupid I looked. And it was not that many years ago. That's why I'm always scared to have short hair again is because those pictures from me, if you just Google not safe Nikki Glaser, like me with a short sassy haircut is so horrifying to me. I don't know what made me cut my hair so short. Oh, I think it was a breakup. No, it was right before a breakup. I like sensed it coming because I remember when we broke up, he was like, at least now I'm not going to think that you cut your hair because we broke up and that I already got to know you. Like I, I saw you cut your hair. So it wasn't by, it wasn't because of me. I remember that, but I think I was like, I saw this coming, I think. But I am getting ready to just chop off my hair. I was looking through my yearbook yesterday. I posted some of it on my Instagram story. And I like had this huge thick mane of hair. And I just I think I've just damaged it so much from dyeing it that I just want to cut it all off and start over. But the last time I did that when I cut my hair short I think I did that because I wanted to do the same thing. And it didn't change. Like I just think your hair changes with age. It's just like thinner and shittier now. Like I, my hair is so dry. It seems like I've been like swimming in chlorine every day. That's my hair. Can you hear it? I could like this is like kindling. It really is so dry. Don't send me your products about how to make it softer. It doesn't work. It just makes my hair greasy. It's just too much. Oh, I'm feeling anxiety already just talking about my hair. I fucking hate hair. It's so annoying. And shout out to any woman who also hates their hair. If you have like a thick head of hair and you just like can let it air dry and it's like kind of fine. And you also like just don't don't even think about it or it's like, oh, I have so much hair. When you pull out, when you like clean your drain, you don't cry. Or when you pull out hair out of your brush, you don't go like, oh, God, I'm losing so much hair. Just enjoy that. Just really appreciate that because literally every time I clean my brush, I have an anxiety attack or whenever I one hair gets loose and it like touches my arm, I can feel a loose hair quicker than any. It's a spidey sense. I know instantly when a hair has loosened itself from my mane and falls upon my arm. I can feel it. I feel a slight hair and I freak out and other things set me off all the time and make me think that I have hairs on me, but I'm like so paranoid I'm probably as paranoid as like a balding man even though I'm not balding it's just like I don't know I just I just want all of my hair and I don't want to lose it so maybe I am balding I'm not I don't have any patches but I just feel like an overall thinness and if you do know of anything that works I'm taking Nutrafol that shit doesn't work I've been taking it for four months so don't tell me about Nutrafol I take biotin I take vitamin d I don't know that's just something I threw in there I do take that I take um Anything you found to like make your hair. I just ordered some serum online that I'm like, am I supposed to just dunk my head in this serum? It's I think it's like grande lash. Like it's like the lash serum that makes your actual hairs on your head grow because the lash serum works. I mean, it makes your eyes go like hazy and have like a weird film over them. Like it truly ruins my vision. But my eyelashes are banging. You guys have seen them. It's truly the only reason I ever look like a woman is because I have long eyelashes. The other day, yesterday. I put on makeup because I had an interview and I went to the kitchen to have lunch and my dad was like, wow, you look pretty. Sorry to say that, but you do. And I go, because I put on makeup. It's a lie. And it just made me so sad because I realized like that is all I want is for men to think I'm pretty. I like thought about my dad saying that I looked pretty all day. I wasn't like, yes, but I was just like, 
God, it's been a while since I've heard I was pretty. And it's always when I have makeup on. So that's as a woman when you just go, and I know people go, oh, you're pretty without makeup. Usually when you say that, I have makeup on, okay? I just look worse without makeup. And I wish I could just look, I wish I didn't know what it could be, you know? That's the struggle I constantly have is like, why wouldn't I wear makeup all the time then if everyone likes me better with it? Like my dad was nicer to me yesterday because I looked prettier. It's like, it's just, it's so stupid. I've got to go because I got to jump on a call. I really didn't get anything accomplished in this. Um, I'm going to go for a walk later. I'm going to do some journaling. Um, I have to do a set tonight. I, I took upon myself to accept a set even though I don't want to be doing stand-up on Zoom. I'm just doing a drop-in set on a friend's show. And I'm not telling you which one because I don't want you to see it, but I really forget how to do stand-up. I am honestly as nervous about it as I was the first time I did comedy. And I was doing like an hour and a half before this happened. A month, Two months ago, I was doing an hour and a half of comedy, no problem. I'm doing 10 minutes tonight, and I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. I have no idea what I talk about. I have to go listen back to a set and be like, what do I say? How do I talk? What are my jokes? Starting over. It's really scary, but I'm challenging myself because it's uncomfortable. I don't want to do a fucking Zoom set. I'm not getting paid for it. I'm doing it because I'm trying to better myself, right? Sometimes you have to do the hard thing that you don't want to do because on the other side of it, you will be happier. Let's all do something today that it makes us uncomfortable, but it's going to make us better people. How about that? If my mom is listening to this, keep reading that goddamn book. I know you're not listening to this because I told you not to. Um, But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for your DMs. I love you so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Squirt, squirt. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.